In a seminar talk at Cornell 1, U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Vilsack explained the current state of farming in the country and the U.S. Department of Agriculture's efforts to assist small farmers, in addition to the importance of agriculture colleges, like the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences, to collaborate regionally on the resurgence of agriculture. Through a whiteboard and flowcharts, Vilsack explained the main challenge farmers in the United States face today, the inability to sustain themselves. He noted that between 2017 and 2023, 39,700 farms had to close, and around 6.9 million farming acres were lost. He later added that the top 7% of farms earned 90% of all farming income last year, while the other 93%, which represents around 2 million farms, took 10%. The challenge to the land-grant university is figuring out ways to expand efforts, to make it easy for farmers to break the research down and to train folks who will be part of the regional food supply, Vilsack said. But T.H. Harbinger's book, The Farm Program, reveals how land-grant universities are dominated by big ag corporations. Nothing will change if the place to start is only serving the wishes of big corporations. The small family farm has no chance. Unless an immediate change in farm policy is launched, U.S. farming is headed to repeat the crisis of the 1980s. How can the U.S. prepare farming for the future? To begin, an understanding of who created and benefits most from this policy nightmare is needed. The farmer, consumer, and taxpayer cannot hope to have a meaningful conversation about food and farming if it is disconnected from history. The history of how Big Ag became so influential in USDA policy starts at a land-grant university, the University of Illinois. T.H. Harbinger's book, The Farm Program, follows how the College of Agricultural, Consumer, and Environmental Sciences researched U.S. grain standards and a commodities valuation for over 30 years. The United States Department of Agriculture, USDA, and U.S. grain trading companies, such as Archer Daniels Midland, ADM, then conspired for decades to undermine and discredit this research. The head of Admiral has a personal connection with nine presidents starting in the 1960s. He was also promoted by the U.S. government to help initiate the Food for Peace program in starving countries, only to set the program to drive local agriculture into bankruptcy, forcing the country into long-term dependence on supplies from U.S. grain trading companies. In a 1974 editorial, Holmes Alexander wrote, When business and bureaucracy are teammates, as is the case in the agriculture industry, The temptations for collusion are ever-present and seldom resisted. It's time to learn how agriculture works in the U.S. It's time for change. Begin by visiting the website insightsoninnovation.net. Material provided by the Cornell Daily Sun and the Fault Lines of Farm Policy. A Legislative and Political History of the Farm Bill by Jonathan Coppice.